Today is October the 18th. Can we wrestle with God? Let's find out together as we look at Hosea chapter 12. Jason gave us a great sermon on Sunday. He uh, talked about how God restores Israel and looked at Hosea from chapter 11 to chapter 14. We're going to look at those same chapters this week, but we're going to uh, dive a little bit deeper into each one. Chapters 11 and 14 really deal with the restoration of Israel. 12 and 13 continue the prophet's critique uh, against uh, Judah and Israel. Um, so we read in Hosea 11:12, Israel surrounds me with lies and deceit, but Judah still obeys God and is faithful to the Holy One. Now in chapter 12, he talks about Israel, the people of Israel, and then he talks about the people of Judah. Today we're going to look specifically at the people of Judah and uh, uh, Hosea's complaints against them. Now it's easy to become confused by the history of Israel because Israel as a name can refer to a couple of different things. It refers first of all to the tribes of the man Israel, uh, Jacob as he was renamed. Um, these tribes banded together. Uh, they found themselves in Egypt in slavery. Moses led Israel, all 12 tribes, out of Egypt. Joshua helped form uh, the land of Israel, all 12 tribes. Then Saul and later David and Solomon reigned for about a total of 120 years over Israel, all 12 tribes. But the son of Solomon uh, did something that caused the 10 tribes to the north to secede from Israel, leaving two tribes in the south. Uh, Judah and Simeon. The ten tribes to the north were called the kingdom of Israel and the two tribes to the south, the kingdom of Judah. Now this can be confusing. Um, you can see here on the map uh, the division between what is called the divided kingdom. Israel to the north, Judah to the south. Let's go back and read a little bit in the book of Genesis about the history of the man Jacob and what happened in his lifetime. In Genesis chapter 25, uh, we start to read in verse 19, uh, Jacob's father is named Isaac. This is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Padanaram, the sister of Laban, of uh, the Aramean. 
Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled, literally they wrestled um, with each other in her womb. She went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me? The Lord said, the sons in your room will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One will be stronger than the other. Your older son will serve your younger son. Now the younger son was named Jacob. He was the father of the nation of Israel. Uh, the older son was Esau, and he was the father of several different nations. The nation referred to here is more than likely it refers to the whole region of Arabia, uh, Edomites, the uh, Moabites, and um, just go on and on. Almost any ite that you see named in uh, the Old Testament are descendants of Esau. When the time came to give birth, Rebekah discovered that she did indeed have twins. The first one was very red at birth, covered with thick hair like a fur coat. They named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Now that's the story of, of Jacob and, and Esau. Um, in uh, the next couple of chapters, uh, we have how Jacob continued to wrestle with Esau, how it is that he stole from Esau the uh, birthright, uh, the, the firstborn. Uh, that gave a privileged status to one of the sons. It was rightfully Esau's. Jacob stole it. Jacob realized that Esau was going to kill him, so Jacob ran away. He went to his uncle's house, actually, Laban, and married, in essence, what is a cousin. Um, in the next chapters, uh, we see that, that Jacob fell in love with one of Laban's daughters, uh, said, I'll work for you for seven years. He worked for him for seven years. They had the wedding, and of course the bride is in a veil the whole time, a very thick veil. Um, had the wedding night and the next morning when Jacob woke up, lo and behold, uh, he had married Rachel's sister. So he went to Laban to complain. He said, what's, what's up with this? I wanted Rachel, not Leah. Laban said, well, it's our custom to give the older daughter first. You can have Rachel too. You can uh, marry her right away, but work for me for another seven years. Okay, deal done, he did, he begins to have children. At the end of that time, he says, I'll work for you for another several years, but now to build my own possessions. The Lord blessed him, his herd of sheep and goats became larger than Laban's herd. After 20 years, he goes back to Israel. And he realized that when he left, Esau was going to kill him, and he's still frightened of Esau. He's still afraid that when he sees him, Esau will kill him.
So he sends everybody off. And in chapter 20, um, excuse me, chapter 32, um, the night before he meets up with Esau, Genesis 32, verse 22. During the night, Jacob got up, took his two wives, his two servant wives, and all of his children. He crossed the Jabbok River with them, and he took them to the other side, and he sent over all his possessions. Then Jacob, all alone in the camp, saw a man. The man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he wouldn't win the match, he touched Jacob's hip. He wrenched it out of his socket. The man said, let me go. Dawn is breaking. Jacob said, I won't let you go until you bless me. What's your name? The man asked. He said, Jacob. Your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you'll be called Israel because you fought with God and with men and have won. And so, Jacob's name is changed to Israel. Now, let's go back to Hosea chapter 12. Beginning in verse 2, Hosea says, Now the Lord is bringing charges against Judah. He's about to punish Jacob for all his deceitful ways and pay him back for all that he's done. Even in the womb, Jacob struggled with his brother. Remember what Genesis said. When he became a man, he even fought with God. Yes, he wrestled the angel and won and wept and pleaded for a blessing from him. There at Bethel, he met God face to face and God spoke to him. The Lord God of heaven's armies, the Lord is his name. So now, come back to your God, act with love and justice, and always depend on him. Hosea takes Jacob's history and he interweaves it with his own preaching. He refers Judah back to his father Jacob or Israel, reminds him that he was always at war with everyone around him tricked his brother, tricked his father-in-law, um, eventually wrestled with God himself. And one, although he limped for the rest of his life. Hosea has charges for Jacob's deceitful ways. Judah apparently is true of some of this as well. So now, Hosea says, you want to be the wrestler? Do you want to win? Do you want that blessing from God? Do you want to wrestle with God and walk away victorious? Here's how to do it. Come back to your God. Act with love and justice. Always depend on him. If you want to win with God, do two things. Always depend on God. And secondly, treat your fellow man with love and justice.
This is how you win with God. This is how you win um, the wrestling match. Always depend on God. Always treat others with love and with justice. Please like, follow, and share with uh, your friends this devotion. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, can we get away with cheating? <laughs> <laughs>